This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette runs the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this shit? Show. Be so awful, Mr. McMahon. I didn't think it was. By Angro on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon and the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Jumpy jumpy, uh, beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is... Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raw Review Show. I am Vince Russo. I am here with Spinal Mai. And I'm here with Dark Side of the Beach. Spine oh my. What is that? Mm-hmm. What is Spine oh my? Oh, that's a, that's a heavy cut right there. So break it down. Obviously, got a, yeah, pal, my back went out. I had to get a five hour goddamn surgery. So a uh, big shout out to VKM, uh, my birthday buddy over there. Uh, hopefully, he's recovering and uh, looking through his thesaurus to do more alliteration uh, for Raw because we missed some of that this week. But also, uh, so Spine oh my. Or. Pi oh my from the Sopranos. So I did spy oh my, yeah. yeah. So uh, a little bit of uh, levels on that. One. Yes. Dog side of the beach. What's going on, my friend? I was very happy to hear too that uh, actually talent relations did get back to Vince when he needed his spine surgery. So <laughs> very nice. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Well, guys, uh, <laughs> last night's um, <clears throat> last night's raw which we uh, shall talk about. Something very interesting happened that I can't wait to uh, break down with you guys. That's very, very interesting. And I see it very interesting because I know how they work. And um, I think there's a little bit more uh, than meets the eye. But we'll talk about that, bro. But I like the change that Logan Paul uh, opens up this show. Bro, the funny thing is, see, people don't understand this. The heat that Logan Paul has, and for as much as people hate Logan Paul, because they do, um, their hatred for Ricochet is getting Ricochet ricochet over in this instant. However, bro, I guarantee you they do this all the time. Whatever the outcome is of SummerSlam, and I don't really care, once the, once the program with Logan Paul is over, nobody's going to care about Ricochet again. Bro they, bro, they have so many people just waiting in the middle of that pool that nobody cares about. So they bring in Logan Paul. There's a hatred for Logan Paul. He's got a following. People don't like him because they dislike him so much. They pop when Ricochet comes out. But, bro, once this is done... Here, here's the problem, Ben, and here's where this always falls short. They didn't lift up Ricochet. I mean, Ricochet no. is not going to be at a different level 
after this program with Logan Paul. They'll slide him, they'll slide him in with somebody, but he's gonna go right back to where he was before he did this program with Logan Paul. And the idea is you do the program with Logan Paul, this will elevate you going forward. And this is where I always go back to the Triple H, you know, Ryback conversation and the, you know, they they have their thumb on you. Bro, you're only going to go so far in this company. You're never going to exceed that. And I think this is a perfect opportunity, Ben and Stevie, because he is not going to be elevated after this program. What do you think, Ben? Your points are definitely uh, right on target, you know, of what it is. But we're sitting here, alleged consultants and, uh, you know, a guy who's built so many people. I'm I'm interested to hear your take more on uh, on, uh, to uh, how do you really get people invested in him after? Because you're going to have to probably put Logan Paul over here because he's taken a couple losses against big opponents. So he needs to win. So out of that necessity of how do we elevate Ricochet, what do we attach to Ricochet, or does this become like a best of three program? Does Logan Paul go over with brass knuckles and and you know then Ricochet they then they have a weapons match after that? So you get a couple of runs out of this, but how do we do the Mustafa Ali problem, the Ricochet problem, guys who are super talented and their flavor of ice cream on the show is high-flying and, and, and stunt spectacular that you're not going to see some of your character guys doing. And how, what emotions do you tie to those big moves or how do we elevate somebody instead of being like, this isn't going to elevate them. I know we can say that stuff all day because it's, it's right on the, on the table. So how do we do it? You know what I mean? He, he, here's the bottom line, you know, Stevie. Bro, you are not going to elevate anybody or get anybody over when when it's a when it's a two-run process. Work in the ring and promos in the ring. You, you're not gonna get anybody over with those two tools, bro. And even if you do, you're only gonna get them over so far. Bro, what what what's getting LA Knight over? His work on the mic. Okay, bro, so we've got two bullets in the gun, bro. We've got mic work in the ring, and then we have the match itself. When you don't leave the arena and you don't have these vignettes and you don't have stories, Stevie, those two things, in my opinion, are just not enough to get anybody over. You need more than that. No, you're right. But this the moment that he, uh, Ricochet, and Logan Paul created Rumble, that's why they have it, because they want to see a spot fest with these high-impact moves. That's the only reason Ricochet is involved in this. I'd say one thing, like the one thing that Eric Bischoff did that was different than anything else back in WCW was feature the cruiserweights in a completely different universe than the rest of the show. He, if you, if WWE did that with the cruiserweights, bringing a cruiserweight division back and really taking care of it, now you have another flavor on the show that lives there on its own. It could open up raw, get an exciting start to warm people up, but that's what's missing. It, they're not showcasing athleticism itself in a cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. They're involving them in storylines, which let's face it, none of these guys, Ali, Ricochet, even other cruiserweight style are type of even Trampa and other people, they haven't gotten over as characters. So they almost need a cruiserweight division to get them over and make them special again. 
And then you have the the super heavyweights be the bullies, and there's your David and Goliath story. Well, you, you only cross streams. Right? You only cross streams with a guy like Rey Mysterio or other people that can get over with character and sure. fight from underneath. But you don't do that each and every week. That has to be mm-hmm. like one to two, like uh, how should I say, like a blood storyline where the guy's trying, the big guy's trying to kill the little guy. The little guy keeps fighting from underneath. You can't do that every week, though. Just my opinion. No. Yeah. I, I'm just sorry to you know keep harping on this. I just want to kind of be in the moment of where we are booked into a slight corner. And if wins and losses matter in the respect that we know Ricochet's got to take a loss here, what does that loss look like that's going to not elevate but maybe open doors in his storyline to get some character over? How does that loss impact him and generate the next level of of a story that it we can start doesn't, bro. It no, doesn't. If if they if they don't if there. they don't want to leave the arena, bro. If they don't want to do vignettes, if they don't want to tell any kind of story, it doesn't, bro. Bro, what 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 bro, what happens? Lo- Logan Paul goes over. Bro, here's the only thing that could happen. Logan Paul goes over and they shake hands and hug and have a respect for each other at the end of the match. That that's the only possible thing that can happen. Then he's going to go on and he's going to be in the same exact role he was before they ever did anything with Logan Paul. And guess what? On top of that, all the fans that came over to see Logan Paul are now gone again. Yeah. They need, they need to have Ricochet jump Logan Paul as he's making content on his in his world. That, that's what that's I'm saying. Yeah, that's good. And it'll he never helped. happen. Hunts them down in Hollywood, backlot brawl between yep. those two, maybe. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to because I like where you were going there. Okay, we got Rocky and Apollo. They at the end, right? I respect you, Rock. They become friends. Then we need a bigger dragon to come in, take out Logan Paul. Then uh, you know, Ricochet comes and says, you know, I had respect for this guy and I gotta go after Clubber Lang myself. But who's Clubber Lang? And does anybody really connect to Ricochet in a Rocky way right now? So yeah. no. Yeah. But dude, dude, then people hate Ricochet. People don't like Logan Paul. Most people hate watch him. Right. Yeah. I tell you what, you need to bring Jake Paul and you might as well have the Pauls win the win the tag belts while you're at it. Yeah, I say if you gotta keep them here, like make it a best of three and do some stunt show spectacular shit. You know what I mean? But that means this finish has to be something like the brothers there, slides in the brass knocks, knocks Ricochet out after they all get their shit in. You know, one, two, three, and then we go into weapons match after that, and then maybe back lot brawl. But where do we tie emotion to Ricochet to actually elevate him? Yeah. Well, there was. I'm, I'm glad they got good heat at the end. You know, because this is the go yeah. week to SummerSlam, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to um, you know Kaiser over Riddle. I still think bro Riddle is in that uh, testing period, bro. Whatever's happened behind the scenes with Riddle, whatever they popped them for. Whatever he said or didn't say, um, you know, I mean, they, they're in a pattern now, bro, of just beating him week after week after week. Whoa. And listen, man, Kaiser is a pro. I mean, there's no question about this. And I don't have any problem with this guy at all. But, you know, to me, freaking Riddle is clearly the money. I mean, Riddle is the is the one that's going to, you know, I, I mean, the kids love Riddle. He could sell merch. Bro, here's where they dropped the ball with Riddle, okay? You know, again, Bruce Pritchard told Vince, bro, you need to watch this new movie that just came out, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So Vince saw Spicoli, and that's going to be Matt Riddle. 
bro, what it should have been was, yeah, bro, Matt Riddle is Spicoli, but once he gets into the ring, he's a killer UFC fighter. That that, that should have been the gimmick. Yeah, bro, he, he's goofy. He gets high. He doesn't wear any shoes, man. But the dude's a legit UFC fighter. That should have been the gimmick from Yeah, when the bell rings, you don't do comedy spots. Right, exactly. I don't know. I don't know how they missed that. How do you miss that? The the guy's a UFC fighter. You want to put this label on him because he reminded somebody of Spicoli. That's fine. But those two worlds should have came together. But Stevie, you you know, you 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 you've been there. I, I just feel, bro, this is the old testing stage for Riddle, right or wrong. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's what it looks like. I mean, uh, you know, that's the thing, too. Like, we talked about it on SmackDown that why do they have such a booking uh, flaw? I should say a booking flaw where they don't try to elevate both guys. Someone always has to get hurt creatively in order to put somebody else over. So Kaiser deserves to be pushed to the moon. We've talked about it week in, week out. Riddle deserves, even with everything he's done, you've invested literally millions of dollars in the riddle, including the rehab. Why are you not trying to get that money back? They're they're shooting themselves in the foot. That's the thing with wrestling. You've seen it. Why why are we doing it? Oh, well, brother, he said hello to me the wrong way. That doesn't work for me, brother. And then you're you're killing a talent that could be T-shirts and action figures and video games. Just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What do you think, Ben? Um. Yeah, I think Matt Riddle's awesome, man. And uh, there's so much you can do with stoner culture. You know, obviously cannabis is on my mind all the time. However, uh, you know, this <laughs> it's his it's his life choices that are having him take clean L's. Now, I, I was pumped for this match because I think Kaiser and him are awesome, but last week a video dropped with an adult star i don't know if they're transgender or not but where she was talking shit to matt riddle's ex-wife or something and then a month before that there's an alleged video where riddle's taking out his uh uh ding uh, excuse me and uh whipping it around like a helicopter and before that was coming back uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh and and before that was some instagram post from the bar uh and before that was coming out of rehab so you know to each their own in the in the rock star lifestyle you want to live but when you hang in those circles and you're supposed to be a guy coming out on a scooter you know and being the one the kids connect to well, I don't have a problem if that's the adult film star life he wants to live. Sex sells. Let's not do the other one and elevate him into this, into party guy, Mr. Vegas, uh, you know, RVD style with Katie Forbes. I, I pitched this before. Like, that's where the rub is, is these Instagram models with 5 million OnlyFans followers. Like, let them go live backstage if it's a train wreck. It's kind of on the guys choosing that life anyway. So why giving him clean losses week after week is supposed to teach him a lesson? You got to eat shit for a while, pal. Yeah. Mm, like let's just lean into the what what sells. And right now, if his IG is filled with insta hoes, then put it over, man. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I don't. Uh, funny about that. this. Like, why doesn't WWE? I know why they don't do it. Why doesn't WWE have like an NFL code of conduct policy and they can even make make that into different angles 
and you have something we talked about, the real stuff, the Jimmy Uso DUIs, this riddle divorce, all this other stuff with the controversial girlfriend stuff. Why are we not trying to make this into talking points, at least throughout the week? So then when you do see riddle, it's like, well, let's see what happens because they he's obviously has a lot of heat with the office. Let's see how they treat him. At least you're going to get curious eyes. Even when if they it's did it with Seth, when they did it with Seth, that was like one of the first wow, real hooks that they did. Remember when Seth went at him in the sit down and he got up to go find him? And, but like when Seth started shoot bang bang, that your your kids and your wife hate you. Like you're like woof, <laughs> you yeah. know. So there's more of that. There's more fruit to be picked off of that tree for sure. Not to go back to the ricochet thing, but this is overarching of this show. And Stevie had brought it up on the SmackDown review and they said, hold my beer compared to what they did on SmackDown with, with Jay and, and uh, Roman. We're going to a pay-per-view five days away. There's so much physicality in almost every one of these segments, except for Shayna and Ronda, which was done very well, probably the highlight of the show is, you know, Ricochet's teeing off on uh, Logan Paul, Brock's teeing off on uh, Cody. Like, nobody should be touching and doing big spots, especially, you know, dives or grab the fucking stairs on them. Like, why? Now when you go to do that for your match, it's already been eaten up. We saw it on Raw for free. None of this. There was so much physicality between people on the pay-per-view. that That's just out of hand right now, and I think a big mistake of uh, how the payoff isn't going to mean as much. Yeah, I think the payoff stopped meaning anything a long time ago, bro. They they, they don't care about that shit. None of this shit matters anymore. It all it all runs into each other, bro. When you when you look at the um when you look at the SummerSlam card, you see that it doesn't matter. Okay, like you know, so you know, Sami Zayn. Okay, Kevin Owens is is hurt. All right, what are we doing with the tag belts? They're not being defended at at, at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Then, bro, we're, we're advertising Becky and Trish. Wait a minute, was was this the Becky and Trish match tonight? Because, bro, I don't think they promoted it for SummerSlam after that. No, it's for two. It's for two weeks from two weeks now in, in, Canada. in Canada. Yeah, I mean that, that that's what I'm saying, bro. I don't. They, I don't. I just don't think. I, I don't think, bro. They give a shit about anything anymore. I really don't, bro. They're they're raking in the cash. I, I just I don't think they care. I don't think they care about shit like that, bro. I really don't. But um, it, it hurts their pay. It hurts their final psychology, man. I mean, yeah. I, I get it. Then they got uh, you know, bro. It, it's judgment Day. I swear to God, bro. I I've seen this same promo I, literally eight weeks in a row. Give us the microphone, bro. We're gonna pass it down the line. We run this place. They're going to boo and Dominic's not going to talk. Bro, it's like it's the same thing. These stories are supposed to progress every single week. They don't, bro. They they run in place. They run in place till they get to SummerSlam. They're cutting the same promo. Then we got the uh, uh, Rodriguez spot where she comes in, the girls brawl, and uh, she gets her knee hurt again by Rhea Ripley. What do you think of this, Ben? I think that it, uh, the roundabout way, you know, that they're not doing anything with them, and like you said, stand in a line, pass the mic, find the game, call the game out of what it should be. Not Triple H, but like every week they should have a target and be fearless about naming who it is. You know what I mean? And you better watch your back tonight because it's your time to be uh, judgment day, jury duty, or whatever the fuck. But right? bro, they can't. They they can't do that. 
if every single week it's going to wind up with them losing the main event house show match. No, I, well, I agree that's, with that. they, they lose that match, and then they come out the next week. We run this joint. Bro, you just got your asses beat. You, you don't, that, that's why it's bullshit. If they were really running the joint, they would have heat. You're not running the joint, bro, when in the last match of every show you're doing the job. You're yeah. not you're lying at this point. Yeah, it's just a it's just a stupid little moniker catchphrase to repeat over and over. It means nothing. Uh there's no actual follow through with any of that stuff. It's like Alistair Black, I'm gonna go pick a fight, knock yes, on some exactly, okay. Exactly, bro. Okay. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> um the pro the big problem with this segment is is how god awful the punches are and the phony egg beater like you're a pro fighter you're in the ring wrestling and nobody knows how to throw a straight jab one two combo right hook to the body bret hart punch they're just these flailing arms dude and they look so bad until finally we get to the outside chop block phony stomps and there we are so the fundamental punches are absolutely rotten and business exposing. So it doesn't matter. As soon as I see that, I'm like, I'm I'm with you, Ben. I'm with you, Stevie. Yeah, I agree with all that. And the Bret Hart promo that keeps coming to my mind, don't promise anything you can't do. So if you're losing, never say you're going to win. If you say you run the place and you know, you're losing that night in the main event, Maybe they're smart, though. Maybe because they know nobody's watching the third hour. Nobody's going to know that they don't run the place. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I forgot to mention, I just want to back up, but I'm going to explain this as well. This This is like where I say, bro, they don't give a shit. So, bro, you know, I only watch Raw. I don't watch SmackDown. So... Six months ago, whatever it was, I'm introduced to uh, what, what? What's the priest's first name? Senior. No, Renee Dupree. What's her <laughs> oh, name? Renee Dupree. Renee Dupree. Is yeah. that her name? Oh no. Uh, well, Renee Dupree is uh, no the Cafe girl. Who's, what's the girl's name with with uh, Alpha Academy? It's Renee Dupree. No, it's not. What is? Oh. <laughs> uh Mandy Maxine. Rose. What is it? What is it? Maxine Dupree. Okay, Maxine Dupree. Guys, you got to understand when I'm introduced to this story, because I only watch Raw. Nobody, bro, no normal people are watching eight hours of wrestling a week. So maybe we'll watch one. So we're watching Raw. So, so she's Maxine Dupree is introduced to me with these two guys, the Maximum Male Model Club. Okay. All right, bro. The story is they're trying to persuade Otis to be a Maximum Male Model. Okay, Gable doesn't like it. He keeps trying to get Otis back on track. Otis seems to be digging it, you know. Okay, bro, somewhere in there, Maximum Male Models disappeared. Now Maxine wants to become a wrestler, and now they're all dressing the same. Mm -hmm. Okay, and like, bro, they, they miss... They missed so many beats to the story, and now now you expect me to care because they're dressing the same and she's doing the worm. So, like, I I care about these three people. Yeah, it's a lot more. Go ahead. Her, her worm reminded me of when I was writhing in pain with a spine infection in bed. It was, it was not far off from that. It looked like she was in the same same amount of pain I was. That's yeah, good. I mean, could could you could could it have been any more unsexy than that that, <laughs> that gimmick, bro? 
Yeah, I mean, at least she's trying to commit to the bit and get over her acting, uh, you know, chops and just going for it. So if it's bad, do it more. <laughs> like, like if you do a bad one, like, like just get to it. I, I have one of my uh, students, uh, overweight kid. He tries to do the kip up and just can't even get off the ground. And <laughs> but he gets up <laughs> like he got it every time. Like, yeah. like it's a good little spot, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot to what you just laid out there of why and you know what it is, and it's a lot of it's the Jedi mind shit. Don't remember. So we had LA Knight as uh, you know the Dupree himself, and that the Maxine was going to be his sister. Triple H and him politic. To, I'm sure that was the power struggle behind the scenes. And now look at how elevated LA Knight is. We also had Masse from <laughs> Retribution. We even had to keep the mace name and Mansoor, both doing a very homoerotic male model gimmick. I have a terrible prediction. That I hope doesn't come true. Can you hit the conspiracy music? Because he got over on his own without permission. By the time the Royal Rumble comes around, the maximum male models will reunite and Max Dupree will be back in the WWE. <laughs> He's coming back. That would be scary. That would be the worst back back battle ever. Yeah. Right. Uh, but sorry, I just wanted to say all that feeds into those guys being on the shelf because they couldn't take them back over LA Knights elevated. They, they pretty much slotted her in, in the Mandy Rose spot and went back to what they did with Otis to begin with. You know what I mean? Where she was trying to recruit them. Then once all the maximum male model stuff is dead in the water, that's the Jedi mind wipe. Now we're going back to, what group is this? Too cool. It's Scotty, too hardy, Rikishi, and and Brian Christopher, just in a in a different mixed way. So that's where we're at with it. Yeah. And you know, there is no like. <laughs> this is how her character went from from that to this, bro. Like you said, Bino, absolutely best thing on the show is the Ronda Rousey, Shayna mm-hmm. Baszler story. Absolutely best thing. And and and, and listen. Bro, if I get worked, I get worked. But, bro, the, the how emotional both of these women got. I'm I'm sitting there saying, okay, bro, they, we we especially know this about Shayna Baszler. She may be the worst actor on the entire show. For these girls to take in Bailey's place, only because Bailey's on the shelf. For these girls to get as emotional as they did, something's there. I, I mean, right. I mean, th- there's no question, bro. There is some emotional, you know, wounds there between these two. And again, bro, I'm I'm walking away from this again, where I'm like, bro, I don't I don't know who they're trying to portray as the baby face and who they're trying to portray as the heel. Because okay, like Shayna Baszler is telling me in one breath that uh what's a face is a a bad person ronda rousey but then on the other hand oh bro she let us stay at her house for free she opened up the door we all stayed well that's a that that's a bad person like I, i i listen i thought this was the best thing on the show i thought there was real emotions but i'm just very confused about who am I supposed? I'm, I'm assuming I'm supposed to champion Shayna Baszler because Ronda Rousey's on her way out. That's what I'm assuming, but I don't think it's coming across that way. She, to me, Shayna Baszler is coming across as 
ungrateful. I don't think anytime soon, I, and I think you two would agree with me, I don't think anytime soon I'm opening up my door and letting strangers walk in my house living with me free of charge, whether they let me beat them up or not. I don't, I don't think I'm doing that. So I thought the whole idea was Ronda Rousey is the heel because she's on her way out and Shayna Baszler was the baby face. I don't think it's coming across that way, Stevie. No, what the missing component is the machine. We got this great vignette, this great package, UFC style package before the fight. But I don't know why I'm getting this impression. And tell me if you guys are too. I'm getting the impression that the office is just like these two girls have been bugging us forever to work together. Let's just let them work together at SummerSlam and get it over with. I feel like that's what's missing. They're not the company isn't hyping this. They're just letting them do their segment and let's go on with the rest of the show. That's just the impression I get. Yeah. Cause I've yeah, been thrown in those angles where it's just like, hey, you guys work together to have great chemistry. You'll do good business. All right. Well, what where's this going? That's Go out there and do your thing. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And I think that's a Jimmy Paradise or Jeremy Borash independent uh booking uh, of the of the vignette. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that's a Vincent Bruce thing. What do you think, Ben? I think Stevie's spot on with it, absolutely. Uh and and you are too with the assessment going back and forth, but I do feel that it's like a stepping out from behind your shadow story and you used me as a friend, even though, yeah, we might have had true friendship moments. You are a user, uh, whether it's for free sparring partners, but you form it in the shape of come live with me for free. You know, you're the godmother of my child. However, uh, I got here to WWE on my own, did all the hard work, and you were able to come in off your name, make five times as much money as me and and take the spotlight for me. And I had to have your back and and I'm again, you're lackey when I'm trying to. So I think that's the the stepping out of the shadow and, and becoming your own star that way is is where they should have gone. That could have been defined a little bit better. But I love the UFC production on this. I thought the chair throw at the end was stupid. Like we didn't need that. Like that was a total wrestling add on right there, and it didn't even come across on camera. Um, but this was the best I've seen out of these two, to be honest yeah. with you, in yeah, the I way it was produced that. and protected and protected yeah. them. So um, it, it added some stakes and it did feel like <laughs> the, that it wasn't touched by the old guard. I agree. I agree with that as well. Because like otherwise you like the amount of close-ups. Yeah. There was a, like, you know, you got the gimmick on your uh, the fucking face, man, you're a millionaire, like uh, doing, get a little surgery right there. Bro. What about, I, I watched this uh, video, uh, with uh, I watched an interview yesterday with Roseanne, and what about she's kind of revealing what the Black Eye Club is, bro? Roseanne, I didn't see what she had said on that. I haven't been able to catch up, but I definitely want to hear about that on Master Shoot Theater. Yeah, very interesting. All right, um, let's be yeah, best thing on the show as far as I'm concerned, bro. Nakamura and Champa again. I'm just gonna I, I'm I'm gonna all three guys. Th- this is the ricochet syndrome. Bronson Reed, Nakamura, Champa. Why do I care about any of any of these three guys? Go, go, Ben, go. Why do I care about any of these three guys? Because you love professional wrestling. It's your passion and your lifeblood. And without these guys, uh, life is meaningless. Yeah, let's let, let's go. I got let's a better go. answer. Oh. Go ahead, Stevie. This is their dream since they were a child. Since they were a child, yeah. 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 All right, let's get to some. Let's get to this. 
Bro, let's put all the pieces together here. It's time to put the pieces together in here because I'm watching this Brock Cody segment. And I'm watching this and I'm 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 starting to get the feeling that Cody is not their guy. Bro, remember we spoke about Dolph last week, we're not their guy. I don't think Cody is their guy, and I'll tell you why. Bro, just look at this segment. Just look at this segment. So Brock's in the ring. Brock's cutting his promo. Here comes Cody. Okay. As the baby face, Cody extends his hand. Okay. Brock is the heel, shakes Cody's hand. Okay. He does the shoulder bump when they leave that everybody does the shoulder bump like it's no big deal. Well, what happens after that? The baby face attacks the heel from behind after he shook his hand and then proceeds to get his ass kicked. Gets what he okay. deserves. Yeah. What's that? He got what he, he deserves. Exactly. Okay, guys, guys, really, let's break, let's let's go all the way back to the beginning to please break this down. Because I'm telling you, bro, Cody ain't their guy. I'm telling you, he ain't their guy. I'm telling you, they're effing with him. Let's oh, go. Yeah. What do you think? Sorry. What do you think was going to happen when you go on your show that you left the company for and smash a throne? Yes. Great symbolism against the two great, the, the yes. greatest throat cutters of all time. Yes. You, you thought the fucking plain right handshake, like those guys are probably top two, three and four is Sean and fucking game. Yes. Like there's no way they're going to let him go. Oh, he's back. We'll just get max and value. Bro, from, what I, from what I understand, because I'm obviously, not going to watch this, but in this Cody Rhodes documentary on Peacock, bro, Triple H <laughs> talks about AEW being a second-rate second, yeah. promotion. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, bro, the the whole Vince flying out to meet him and the whole nine yards, bro. Vince was effing with Dusty. Like, we can go back 20 years with the polka dots, and we're going to give him a, a, a heavy set black woman as a manager. We can go all the way back there. Then Stevie, to win insult to injury, they couldn't get Cody over. They went as low as the Stardust gimmick, totally failed, totally shit the bed. The guy leaves the company, gets over on his own, to kind of show them you had no clue what you were doing with me. Then he comes back to the company. Stevie, you know when you get over in spite of them, you, you know what the consequences are. That's why I welcome back Max with male models and Max. Yes. Max yes. By the way, I'm not going to sit here and let you denigrate the name of Stardust. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that was That's one right. of my favorite God, things. Dude. I thought he was. Me, me too. The next iteration of gold dust and become legend. Here's the thing. Think about the people that have won the rumble and then gone on the WrestleMania, the challenge for the title and not won the title. Nakamura, Cody. There's a few others. They their drop off after losing that match. And then that the bullshit, the story's just getting started. Well, I did. I got squashed for over 30 years, but don't worry, Vince. The story is just getting started. <laughs> Doesn't it sound ridiculous? That yeah. is the worst. 
We said it after. That's all. the whole <laughs> thing. His, his spine fused. He was on death's door. He dropped down to 185. He came back through the cruiserweight division. He dominated all the opponents in his way. He put the shorts back on, the half shirt that the crowd wanted, and Stevie Richards got his shot at the WWE title. I won the Cruiserweight Royal Rumble. And then <laughs> yeah, I the Cruiserweight Royal Rumble. Cruiserweight WrestleMania kickoff show. <laughs> But, but that's what it is. He's yeah. now Cody's going to hit him after the Sprock thing, and then he works Champa or Nakamura or the Miz in a six month program. Then it's just like, man, I'm just collecting a check, and then it just starts becoming treading water. Yeah. See, see, uh, Ben, people don't. I don't think people understand this. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly. I'm just. I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, bro. So Brock shuck his hand. Then Brock goes to leave. The babyface attacks him from behind, only to get his ass kicked. Start back up a step. Brock was willing to walk away. Cody refused to move, and they did the shoulder bump gimmick. Right. Yeah. But Brock shoulder bumped him to get him out of the way, just enough to to leave. But that wasn't good enough for evil Cody Rhodes. He wanted blood. <laughs> and try to make some sense. He didn't out even of it. he didn't even he didn't even yell, whoa, baby, when he dove. That's what I was hoping for. At least Bro, you're plugging make, your... make some sense out of this, Ben. I t- 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 I'm, I'm totally wrong. There is it. Totally and then they wrong. go they then they go to the steps. Why wouldn't Brock hold his arm down and blast his broken arm again with the steps? So Cody's really got a sell going into the match. So we do Spirit of 76. The match might have been off. None of that gets done. And Cody gets his ass handed to him. So is it going to be like, well, if, if Brock got over on him on Raw, Cody's going over on the show. I think Brock's going to eat his lunch in in this and wet as well. And then the rib of... The story's yet to be told. Well, what do you do? Even if Cody beats Brock, where is there really to go? There isn't much up value out of this to, to come out of it either way. So when Brock goes over strong and they switch the finish uh, on Friday afternoon from where they said they were going, uh, there'll be a lot of plain high fives after that. Bro, like, we, like, we, if, if Cody goes over, it only hurts Brock. That's, that's you know, we we are eight yeah. months away from WrestleMania. You mean to tell me you're gonna get me to Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes over the next eight months? Not when you got Jay, so that's the whole rib. They swerved down this way and they're like, ah, we wanted to go with this guy, and, and things changed that way, and that's not your fault in the business. We'll we'll keep you hot over here with this with Seth or something, and it's not gonna it, that's the string them along of like, oh, you wanted to smash the chair, brother? <laughs> you know, who's the, who's the hotter? Who's the who's more of a main event babyface right now, Cody Rhodes or Jay Uso? Not even close. Yeah, there you go. And it's a Jay Uso is a tag team wrestler. That's how crazy that is. All right, bro. From <laughs> I did pop when I did pop when Brock goes. I've already been here way too long. I know, me too. Hi, <laughs> home, Brock. Yeah. Home. Well, that's why I'm, and, and that's another thing, bro. Here, here, here was another. Here's how they buried him. Also, then we go to the back and we inter, inter interview Cody Rhodes. Now, if I'm Cody, I I'd say, bro, 
Rather than doing this interview, I'd be kicking Brock's ass right now. However, he's already on his way to the airport because he can't get out of here quick enough. But no, he's not saying that. He's saying all the things he's going to do to Brock at SummerSlam. As a viewer, I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, why are you talking about it? He's Go get him right now. Yeah. Like, so what, 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 are you, what are you waiting for? What he just did to you, what are you waiting for? It's, it's little things like that, bro, that they're not smart enough to understand. Well, yeah, do you yeah. even put in the – sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that's because that's the heel saying on my time, Punk. He's being a heel. He's not yeah. being a baby face. Crazy. God, well, yeah, the, they way overbooked that. It should have been handshake, man-to-man, da-da-da-da. They start to go away. Brock grabs him, F5s him, leaves him laying. If you got to get some violence or picks him up, F5s him, Cody fucking slips out the back and, and, and does something to get Brock out of the ring. So he's got the higher ground. They're looking at each other. Nothing really serious where anybody takes anything where Cody knew it was coming. You're outsmarted. But now they get all this heat. When they go to the stairs in the match, it's not going to mean fuck all because we just saw him and saw him taking an F5 and laying the fuck out. And the baby face healed on him without hitting him with a bottle of, whoa, baby, that would have been the way to go. Pull out a bottle and fucking rail him from behind when he turns around on you. Well, bro, if that wasn't enough, Gunther can't beat Chad Gable in five minutes, bro. He is an Olympic. At least they put him over as an Olympic athlete, and that oh, quantifies oh. it. Here's, I got to back up, even though we skipped right over it. It doesn't make a huge difference with – with Ciampa and Nakamura, but these things, I, I hate that they're like, it's strong style, so let it go. He gets them on the, the, the agents need to be finger wagged for this. Uh, the, Ciampa sits there on the apron, takes a kick to the chest, takes bang, 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 two more. Nobody sits there and just lets you rifle kicks into their chest. You take one and you sell away. And we're both OVW guys, and I don't care if it's the ROH or NXT we're going to be the strong style dudes. Like, I don't, I don't like that shit. It, it looks dumb as fuck just to put over uh, Kenta or whoever the fuck that you're a mark for over there, dude. Like that, that these agents are not going next time you get kicked, sell away on the first one. Do not sit there and take four more fucking kicks to honor some fucking fed that doesn't draw a goddamn dime. You know, bro, I, it's been, I, I, I can remember being present Okay, bro, you know the spot in the corner where the wrestler falls, you know, down in the corner. I remember being present when when Brett was in the corner and Austin was stomping him and Brett wasn't defending himself. I remember Vince cutting a promo on Brett, bro. 25 years ago saying what the hell what, you, what you're gonna sit there and let the guy stomp you without at least trying to defend yourself now they don't give a shit Dude, about sat there. any of that nothing yeah exactly bro <laughs> and they, they don't understand again bro this is where they lost the casual fan because if a casual fan is watching that at home the casuals fan is saying you're an effing idiot bro you're not going to cover up. You're just going to let the guy kick you. They don't know what strong style in Japan is. 
it just looks dumb to me, man. And and that what kills me is Chomp and I trained and came from OVW together. And in the time that the ROH, uh, you know, no sell, uh, whatever, superplex Falcons arrow kick out bullshit that took over wrestling just because they wanted to bite it from there. And they think that that's a style that's acceptable. It, it looks completely wrong and stupid. So that they keep doing it, and it really is on the agents if they're not going to tell the guys stop doing that shit. And they did it last week. He fucking clotheslined them. It should have been big man, little man. He ate up Bronson Reed, made Bronson Reed look super small. Bronson Reed clotheslined the fuck out of him, got right down, stood right up in his face, and bowed up like, what the fuck? Okay, so Bam Bam Bigelow now is a pussy. He don't mean shit. His, his yeah. strikes don't mean shit. Because, you know, Kenta. <laughs> <laughs> uh the gable thing bro all, 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 all i'm thinking all i was thinking about was like hulk hogan during this and like hulk hogan you know eyeballing gunther man i could make money with this guy brother and watching gunther and then gunther can't beat a uh can't beat a uh you know would be hunted paid wall midget in five minutes, Jeff edited that out. That's yeah, uh, it's little, yeah. it's little people. It's little yeah, people, little people. Uh, which yeah. of a call, H- H- Hogan ain't working with Gunther after that, right? Like, <laughs> go ahead, bro. What, what's what? What's the positive of this? They they want people to get behind Gable to elevate him oh, singles, but comedy, you know, on, bro. Please with that shit. I it could come down to t-shirt sales. You know what I mean? Like they might be selling. Why do you think somebody got COVID? Because you said COVID affected uh, the last Fire SmackDown. They had to push Cable in there because it does make sense. He's a, he's in that tag team act. Why would you do that? And why would he go over like Vince says? Yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, uh, Becky and Trish. I mean, it was quick throw out, and we're making it for two weeks in Oshkoshawan or wherever we're going in Canada. I was just popping over uh, Trish's uh, Astro reference from how many years ago? Like two, right? No, I think it was at at least four years ago, maybe 2019. Was it the the, the cheating Astros? Is that what it was? Was it 2017? Well, in in their defense, initially Vince was talking about shoeless Joe Jackson and people who have cheated, and they, you know, it was a hundred years ago, but it's still the same difference. Maybe 2019. I'm thinking. Are you looking it up in? No, yeah. I'm not. I think it's 2019. I think it was. It was. When right did the Astros cheat in the MLB? The Astros cheated in the MLB yesterday. <laughs> okay, well, Gary, Gary has some information that we don't. Start guys. Uh, then we go, uh, bro, 8.32. We are into the house show main event, 8.32. So show's over for me at that point. But, uh, bro, how many, how many times are we going to have the he didn't officially cash in the case spot? It's so stupid, bro. How many times are you going to do that, bro? Like, like looking at it like it's a fucking Looney Tune saying, once they went into the shotgun finish, it was good WWE. But that that moment of the finch, should I give it to him? Okay, cash it in. Are you cashing in? Am I cashing in? Am I cashing in? Oh, here comes the guy. Better do the fucking swing. Like that little section in there. Is so phony wrestling to like, we got to tell the story of the disenfranchised between them. And he wants to be champ, but they're in the same crew. And that's the big moment. And then once we get into the shotgun finish waterfall, it went smooth. But that part there is so like, ugh, waka waka to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. They don't even get that. You can have the no honor among Steve's vignettes mm. or promos or whatever, where literally Finn can say, Hey, we're, we're going to cash this thing and you're going to win it. And then you're going to lay down finger poke of doom. We're going to lay down for me. Right. Yeah. 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 Just help me, help me win it. And then I'll take her. And everybody knows they're lying to each other Yeah, and just get that over. That way, at least we don't get this. Hmm. Should I please, should I, Yes, we're going to do it. Okay, we're going to do it. Uh, maybe eventually. Wait, wait till he gets up. Wait till he gets up. Wait yeah, till he yeah. looked at him four times mm-hmm. to take that kick, right? Yep. How about, like, why aren't we telling the Dr. Frankenstein story of, like, that he is his monster and that Finn is in control of him and wants him to win, slides him the case so it all looks real. And, like, because then Finn knows that he could destroy his own creation when he wants to. It's easier to stab him up that way to win and go over. But instead we have this, am I his friend or am I am I greedy? Like, it's so fucking yeah. stupid in second grade, bro. And he should just been like, slide the case, do him. Boom, fucking cash it in. And gets cut off that way right there. But instead, those moments yeah. just make it wrestling. Cool. I have a uh, another prediction. It might be terrible, oh, but Ben might like it. By January 2024, Flaming Arrow. Come oh. on. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Points. 2017, the Astros cheated to win the World Series. Oh, no, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben, <laughs> what's your genetics? What's going on, my friend? I'm uh, finishing up some labels for the new Veg Bomb. Uh, that's going to be our, our newest nutrient line. So finishing that up today, get those stickers ordered, and those will be added to horseshoegenetics.com and Amazon. So uh, Saga continues and uh, working on uh, lease revisions for the Ravens Dispensary Cannabis and uh, just getting shows uploaded and recorded, man. So it's another uh, Tuesday, Thursday is the busiest day here at HMG Studios, absolutely. So I uh, appreciate you guys uh, subscribing to the channel attitude.com and i put up a bunch of free shows on the pod bean from some of our affiliates as well so if you're tired of mainstream media and all the the bullshit news and can stomach wrestling for <laughs> any more time you can check all those out but uh you know uh, appreciate everybody interacting and and retweeting and resharing everything we got going on on uh, x yeah it's not twitter anymore bro. Stevie, Joe Biden's story just getting started. What is going on? Bro? Yeah, he's got a long story ahead of him. Uh, <laughs> live here on the show that we just broke 18,000 subscribers wow. on the Western Analysis panel. 2,000 yeah. overnight, baby. 2,000 overnight. Yeah, That's crazy. It's really, I feel very fortunate. Patreon, we got about 56 Patreons so far in the first month. So going really well, just working on the format for the YouTube uh, side of it and the Patreon side to, to tighten it up and make it more of a good tv production i'm working on that so the versus series has been announced so now the next video coming up will be who has the better belly-to-belly suplexes of finish magnum ta or shane douglas and i got Mm -hmm. a player that actually plays the videos side by side to compare them so i'm not going to tell anybody because i want to protect my spot just like other wrestlers so (laughs) but that's it go to patreon.com forward slash stevie richards and by the way i have this Little fitness channel. It's also approaching a hundred thousand subscribers. So please subscribe to that. We just uh filmed and uploaded the cold plunge review in the garage gym. So please check both of those out. How is the tub with the how is the hot and cold tub? 
Dude, I'm telling you, I haven't even I haven't even broke it under 60 degrees yet, and it's freezing. The optimum temperature, 37 degrees. Oh <laughs> so I got nothing. Oh, I'm actually updating the reviews as the temperature goes down. Yeah, as I'm wow. going and acclimating wow. myself. That's crazy. It's amazing though. Yeah. It, it, I'm like jello when I get out. So the walk back from the garage to the apartment, I look like the the thing outside the car dealerships. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but it's awesome. Tremendous. It feels great. Uh, oh God! Speaking of, uh, it feels great. Uh, what's what's going on? Oh, interesting. Uh, Conspiracy wise, been anything going on? Interesting. Oh, you know, alien disclosure. <laughs> Do we have more on that? We got updates on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got updates on okay. that. And, uh, and uh, also another stooge about uh, Antarctica uh, in the South Pole with massive directed energy weapons being stooged off in the last, like, mm, 72 hours. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, but what's more interesting, maybe, what's going on in Stanford, Connecticut? Yeah, Ben stuff's in there. He's trying to buy Antarctica, but he hasn't been <laughs> successful yet. Press conference time. But this time is a little twist on it because he's going to get a lot of questions about his spine surgery. How long was he sick or injured? What happened? Um, how how come he wanted extra anesthesia for Linda because she wasn't getting surgery? Oh my! So we're gonna we actually have a press conference at the local medical facility with Ben. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all gonna be on Mass Issue Theater. We're gonna hop off here and go do that now. Also, remember to watch uh, Ben and Stevie's SmackDown review, bro, right here. But check out patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC for me. Oh, and Stevie. What's that? Special live stream Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, God, watching yeah, it we before Wednesday night. We're How can I forget all that? Yeah, guys, Wednesday night, bro. We're going to have, I'm going to do a live chicken necks. We're going to do a live stream. I'm going to do Q&A, bro. The absolute last time I am going to talk about Bash at the Beach coming off of the uh, Vice uh, gimmick, Dark Side of the Ring, um, which I watched last night. Um, uh, a, a lot of a lot of things weren't covered, bro. I mean, a lot, a lot of things, man. A, a lot of very important parts in the case, and we are going to cover them. Uh, I'm going to take your questions. I'm going to get Ben and Stevie's thoughts. We're going to do it live, bro, Wednesday night. Um, between 6.30 and 8 Eastern, right before Dynamite, guys. I will uh, tweet out the link to let you know um, <clears throat> you know where to find us. But tomorrow night, 6.30, 8 o'clock, comments on Dark Side of the Ring. Last time I will talk about this. It will be an exclusive. Also, check out patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. For me, Ben and Stevie, we'll see you next week. You want to laugh, Russo?